Leslie and Tanya. It is actually October. Can you believe it? No, I cannot. I cannot believe it at mm-hmm. all. I think it's crazy. Um, I'm surprised um, that this year has gone by so freaking fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyhow, the last time we did our podcast, we were in Pittsburgh. So much fun. Yes, it was. Oh, oh my gosh. It was just so much fun. We did so much in such a little amount of time. We did. And we even did um, an opening. We did a a reveal of. Oh, yeah. Um, an unboxing. An unboxing of the, of the box that I got at the candy store. Because if you don't know by now, then I don't know where you've been, but I love a good candy store. Love yes. it. And so all this week. She has been introducing more of the the candies on TikTok. So if you want to watch more of us yeah. um, or want to see some join of this us. stuff, yeah, mm-hmm. come join us on. It's Mindscape 717. So mm-hmm. um, come on over and, and join and listen to some of our stuff that we talk about. We constantly talk about our passions, our work. Um, we talk about... Um, where this what came we're... from for us, the podcasts and drinking. Yes, yeah, so we talk about drink, we talk about food culture, we talk about culture, we talk about mental health, we talk about all this stuff. And when we were in Pittsburgh, we really found out some new cultural things that we had no idea about. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that was fun. It's so much fun to learn these things. And now we use them all the time, like Jagoff and Yins. yins you know, I still am not kind of very good at Yins. I, I need more practice. <laughs> Um, but it was a lot of fun to learn that. And again, the pierogi story with my shirt. I love telling that because I was like, yeah. no, that's so cute. Anything with the story, anything with like history behind it. I think it's so cool. It is. It is. We had, like I said, we just had so, so much, much fun. fun. Mm-hmm. It was a good place. We didn't have the best view in the hotel, but it was, it was good. It was nice. It was fine. Yeah. It did what it needed to do. And we had a lot of fun. And then, now, the next trip we're going to take is to Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Oh, here's her impulsive. She's been looking for something for us to be impulsive, and we finally did it. Yeah. Very impulsive. I mean, not really, but yes. (laughs) Not really, but yes. (laughs) Yeah, that will be in November. So it's not, like, totally impulsive. But But we just booked it. Last time, to yeah. be fair, we looked at multiple locations until we finally na- landed on one. So I didn't even do it this time. We did it. We said, this one fits. Let's go. It's by the beach. Let's go. <laughs> As a balcony. Let's go. <laughs> no. She said, we're good. And I was like, oh, so we're not going to do what we normally do and look at all of the options. That's cool. We're so terrible. Like, literally, like, <sighs> like a whole bunch of places. And then we go back and then. We, we add more. We add more. First, we have a bunch. <laughs> we add more. <laughs> And then we're like, nah, no, just need, kidding. Let's do more because we, we need more. <laughs> we need one closer to the bars or we need one closer. There's always a reason we need oh, yeah. something. And then yeah. we're like, you know what? No, let's just do this one. This is the one that makes more sense. Exactly. And we end up where we started yes. every time. Every single time. It's like the first, second one. We're like, oh, this is nice. And then we look and yeah. then we always come back to it. It's yeah. like, the I don't know why we did that. The not always greener on the other side. No, it's never. Scientifically speaking, it's not. <laughs> and I was told that. So it's not. So, yeah, so if you hear anything about um, Wilmington, Wilmington, if you know any food or restaurants or anything yeah. like that, um, or any cultural centers or anything cultural event-wise, yeah. mm-hmm. we want to hear about it. So please send us some information. Um, we are 
very interested. Always. So. Yeah, and we will do. We'll find a candy store there too, and and if we don't, we will hit one before we come home. <laughs> I'm not coming home empty-handed. I re fucking refuse. I'm not doing it. Tanya is the candy store queen. I have to. It's like a need. I. I it's a child thing. I don't know. I need the candy store, and I need all the candies. <laughs> I, I almost couldn't make myself leave Grandpa Joe's. That candy store is one of the best ones I've been to. Yeah, that one was, it was so, so cool. much fun. And the raunchiness of some of the things that we saw. It's like, I got a hand sanitizer. It said, I just shit, I just took a shit or something. It's a hand sanitizer. <laughs> I was like, Funny. oh my God, this is so cool. Oh, today we're drinking a whiskey and cider together. And it's very it's delicious. Good. And I'm it's not like even a, a whiskey person, but. It's like a fall, very fall drink. So we thought we'd try that. And it's delicious. It's a, it's a good drink. Yeah. We always have to have our drinks. We, we have always to. have to have our laughter and self care and all of the what things. We do. All so. of the things. Yeah. So this month we learned that it is it's a couple of things this month, yes. like mental health wise, that we want yes. we want to the mental health and culture, right? It's DV awareness and depression awareness month, and also Filipino American Heritage Awareness Month. As everyone saw her post about, yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen any of my posts, you know I'll talk. My daughters are half Filipina, so I talk a lot about that. And, and also, you know, I've been to the Philippines, so I talk about going there and, and doing some visits and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, but, but it's also, um, when, we, when we talk about travel, we always include mental health. We yes. always include mm-hmm. that. And in, in the um, TikTok videos, you'll see that we discuss why it's important to talk about culture and mental health together. Both Absolutely. of us are pretty passionate about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more than just talking about our own experiences. Obviously, we have very different ones and we do come from very different backgrounds. But I think at the end of the day, and we were just literally talking about this, right? Like the idea of as a therapist, as the intake, all of that is culture. Your family of origin. Mm -hmm. What's your trauma history? What is your ethnic cultural identities or whatever? Gender, like all of the things that you want to call it, like talk about yourself. It's literally what we're asking in an intake. And at least that's important to me because I want to know who you are based off of the little bit that we got for an hour. Because in an hour, you can't really tell that much about yourself. But it is nice to have those conversations because this is why I tell clients, make sure you fill everything out so we can talk about it. And you're not leaving like I just interrogated you for an hour. So it's just it's part of the we can't take out culture from mental health and you can't take mental health out of culture. Like they're just one of the same. The biopsychosocial, however you call it, it's an intake. All of the fucking information that compiles this person is what's needed to have this idea of where to take this person next. So and that's actually universal. Yeah, it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter what culture you come from. Mm -hmm. Mental health impacts you. Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter where you're from. And I have my sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. I have to say, mental health is health. Yes. We can't take. I'm, I'm just hot, so I took it off. But you can't <laughs> take away the physical and the mental health. They're one of the same. If you are, and we, you know, there's, there's, I like something on TikTok from one of the new followers, and I have, to, and I wish I looked back to get it, but. Um, she posted something about like physical health and what it looks like when you're suffering from mental health. And it's we've talked about this before. And it's so important to understand that because even culturally, we talked about we don't look at physical health as being one of the same with mental like culturally. That is a very like newer thing that people are like, oh, so mm-hmm. there's correlation with like GI shit 
with literally and figuratively right. with like trauma. Yeah. Headaches, um, mm-hmm. picking at your skin, mm-hmm. um, yeah, GI things. things, and yeah. then your heart, your blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, cancer. There's like all of these things that we're seeing the correlation that if you can't take out one of one or the other culture, meant like it's who we are as people. Like I know people will be like, well, I don't see. Well, you need to see differences because we're all very different and we have very different backgrounds. We can have a little bit of the similarities. Like I talk about first gens, like I have a huge like space in there that I understand, but there's a lot of things that I still don't because my parents were lucky and had, we didn't have the worries that a lot of people do as far as documentation. I was very blessed. We grew up very suburban, very mm-hmm. blessed, but there's still some things that happen through having immigrant parents or whatever it could be, but it's one of the same. It's just super important and we can't, separate the two it just doesn't make sense to do that that's true and i've been thinking about this a lot because i um i was actually asked to uh be part of a almost like a a a judge um a faux judging a case team that um had to come up with a fake concept to help single homeless women and I think I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. So I'm in this this class. Now, I used to work in homeless shelters and did so for quite a while um, and in the mental health capacity. And um, there isn't a lot of mental health in homeless shelters. I just to, just to say that, just to you know be clear. And this team is a bunch of um, PhD and um, undergraduate students who come together and they're they're it's like um a contest so they're competing against other teams who are doing the same thing um but they came up with this amazing concept of putting an app together that helps with you know childcare locations and um transportation as well as reminders for like medication or medical appointments um or even social work appointments it was really good. It was really well thought out. The vision was great. The only thing that I thought was missing was the fact that domestic violence or DV, if you don't, if you didn't know what DV meant when we first said it, um, wasn't mentioned. And DV for women, especially, is extremely high when you're talking um, about being in homeless shelters. Um, so. It really made me start thinking about um, DV and um, women, especially, and, you know, what kinds of things are available. And not only that, but when you think about homeless, there's this and a stigma um, about the homeless, that they're, that they're lazy, that they're not right. doing anything. Well, after working in a shelter, I realized that's not exactly the truth. The truth of the matter is, is that everything costs money. And when you don't have money, everything costs mm-hmm. more than you think it does. Right. So trying to get transportation to the child care, difficult. Trying to make sure child care is paid, difficult. Groceries, hardly. You can hardly do that if you're paying for everything else. Right. Um, trying to find the permanent housing, because you have to do that on your own, even though it's housing first in this nation. Um, in the U.S., um, you still have to do that on your own and find that permanent housing, and it's difficult. It's not 
none of it is easy and everything is super super expensive when you have no money so it's um usually a struggle as to what to do and it becomes a cyclical issue you know and intergenerational trauma on top of everything else right so dv is very similar in that regard um very cyclical the trauma um becomes cyclical yeah um but as a therapist, what can you do for <laughs> women, especially, who right. come in? I mean, there are men, by the way. I am not discounting that. There are a lot of men out there who have DV. Oh, absolutely. Um, or who are going through DV. Yeah. Um, but when you have somebody in your office who talks about that, what are their options? So this is where, in all honesty and transparency, I don't... Right now, I don't. And I tend to stay away from this particular population because right as clinicians we want to be completely ethical and i think i struggle with this the most but as a therapist staying within ethical reason we can't really say hey you need to go you need to go find where to go because honestly that is an easy way out for us because i'm not in it so we can't really say hey go do this this and this we say what are your safety plans what where can you go what do you have and being more of like what are your options what do you know that you can do for yourself if it gets worse obviously we can't tell them to call the police because they have to do it they are adults um if we, we are very limited and working and i had a, i don't have a lot of experience but working with people that usually get out of it is where where i see the most clients but in those situations we really can't do anything more than say hey like i'm here for you let's come up with a plan give them numbers to shelters and 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 give them numbers to hotlines and we could just kind of give them resources so they know who to call if it does get to that point where they can't keep themselves safe anymore but from anything we can't really we can't really tell them what to do i mean the idea of doing that in therapy is not fair anyway because it's very simple for us as therapists to be like well just do this well i got no money i got no support system how is it fair for us to like tell you what to do when that's just not a reality um but it is really difficult because you can't nudge them in any way you could just ask them what their resources are and if they don't have it you give it to them you give them printouts of shelters or numbers to call or 911 like I- you can't really do anything more than that. You can only just say, hey, like, you know who to, you know to call 911. Other than that, that's all you got. It's just, it's so mm-hmm. hard because, like Leslie was saying, it, it, everything costs fucking money. People ain't got it. Even people that work and have somewhat of a stable housing, it's still hard. And finding those resources is really the only thing we can do for these individuals that come in looking for help because we can't tell them what to do at the end of the day. That's true. And also, we have to remember that some people don't know how to ask for help. Um, They don't know that they should ask for help. Mm -hmm. They don't know they can ask for help. Um, And they don't know who to ask for help. Um, And there are organizations, shadow organizations, um, that do help. You know, and there's one here in this area called Doorways. You can Google it, Doorways, and and they have... um, an information line as well um, that can give you way more information, um, you know, than than we can. But DV is its own culture. It is. And um, 
you know, some some DV um, survivors are, you know, lumped in um, a group um, and not looked well upon, even though they've gone through hell and back. Um, right. Because of prejudgments and because of biases and stigmas, you know, um, all sorts of things. But the fact is, if you are in that kind of situation, one, you may not recognize it. Because um, it extends a punch. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and two, this may be, again, a trauma response that the person is having um, and they feel that they are unworthy. So their self-worth is down. Right. Um, so that's something else. Um, mm. and, and three, they might be scapegoating themselves. They might be gaslit into believing that, you know, everything will be fine this time. Um, I'll just, I'll just do this and, and this should make everything better. Um, but unfortunately as time goes on, it doesn't get better. And, and then we're stuck in a financial mess. Um, you know, where we can't get out of something or we don't know how to get out of it. Because so. it starts very small, right? This idea that DV is just the first punch and that's it. It's, it is a whole fucking process. Mm-hmm. It, they get to completely take away all your self-worth. It starts literally with that. It doesn't yeah. just start. It doesn't start and end with the hits. That's definitely not the first thing that we see. That's the problem. By the time we get to the hits, you have already felt like you've earned the hits and then you have earned to stay in that space because you did something wrong. And this is where it becomes cyclical and trauma and generational trauma because we grew up in those spaces where we feel like it's only appropriate for us to be disciplined in that way because we did something that was wrong. Again, it's very uh, very subjective. It's not an objective thought. It's, well, they think this is wrong. And that's what is so tough because people don't see it until it's gotten Either they unfortunately end up dead for drastic situations or they're in it for a long time and they don't know how to get out. And then they just kind of are used to the cycle and it's just hospital visits and it's in and out of like counseling or whatever. It is a huge, it it just doesn't start with a hit. And I know everybody wants to see hits to make a DV, but there's so much more to it. It's just a... They completely break you it's a down. Mindfuck. It is literally. That's probably the best way to put it because yeah, it's a mindfuck. they take you out of your space and they make you feel safe until you're not safe, and then they're the ones that are causing you the harm. Right. And you don't want to see it that way because you no. know you remembered how it was yes. and you think you can get it back. It's always and, great. It's always great know, at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you're. And then it's a fear factor. Yeah. Um. And that fear kind of keeps you um frozen in a certain state. So absolutely. But that's not all of it. There's so much more to talk about when you talk about DV, and yeah. we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna get into it. All oh, no. we're gonna do is just say. If you're in that situation and you want to get out, please find the people that can. Yeah. Call, call doorways. Look up doorways. Um, look for the private shelters. Look for however you can help yourself. Um, look for the people that can help. Um, and yeah. And it, it's it's going to be hard. We're not going to lie to hard. you. Yeah. We're going to be very realistic. It, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. I'm having a hard time with my hair. Sorry. Curly life. Know. 
I know. Problems. <laughs> can't fucking get it to do what it's supposed to. I'm sorry. I just can't. I can't with this hair. So we were also going to, what were we also going to talk about? We were going to talk about um, biculturalism mm-hmm. and things like that because it's also um, Filipina. Yeah. We were going to talk American. about it because you mentioned it about yeah. your daughters and stuff. And I think there is a lot to be said about, and obviously I'm not Filipino, but having this in between anything slash American is always going to separate us. Yeah. That slash in between American and whatever else. Cause, and I posted something about it too. Just the in between that Leslie had mentioned, yeah. it's very, it's a thing. It's you're too much of this for these group of people. And you're too much of that for the other. Right. Um, and it's, I like how, you know, my daughters call themselves Wasians, which I love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it started out as a derogatory term, but I think they turned it around to empower themselves mm-hmm. rather than have it, you yeah. know, uh, remain derogatory. Right. Um, and, they, and they like that because they are, you know, white and Asian. Yeah. And um, they step in both cultures, um, but they're not fully embraced in both cult- yeah. cultures. And that's the sad part. But... That's the reality of the situation, mm-hmm. too. Um, and that's something that, as a mom, I have to deal with. I have to, you know, understand. Um, and keep the fight. <laughs> keep the fight going, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, make sure they're heard and make sure everyone's heard. But regardless, um, for the Filipinos and Filipinas out there, we love you. We love your food. We love your culture. Um, yes. And uh, I certainly miss the Philippines. So I just, I just like did this whole travel thing for TikTok where I just put a whole bunch of pictures of places I have been in the world. It's awesome. <laughs> If you haven't, please find us, MyScape717. And I couldn't even, there was there weren't enough uh, spaces for me to put everything, but that's okay. Oh, you know, we can continue. And mm-hmm. and so Tanya and I are going to continue that tradition the more places that we go. Hell yeah. So we're going to, we went to Pittsburgh, now we're going to Wilmington, and in December we're going to New Orleans, so Belize, excited. Honduras, and Mexico. So you'll it's get... my first cruise. <laughs> it's my first sign. We're supposed and... to do the first one for my birthday in 2020, and then we all know yeah, what happened. Yeah. So COVID, Lo- yes. lovely COVID, lovely yes. timing, of course. Okay. So that I couldn't go on my first cruise. So now we are. Now we're going on my first cruise. Definitely not Leslie's first cruise, but mine. It's my first one. <laughs> no, I've been quite. I've been on quite a few. Yes. But... She's not a novice. She's telling me how to pack. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with my life. I'm just worried about the motion sickness. I'm going to be drugged the hell up with all the Dramamine, the bands, the alcohol, whatever. Whatever is going to help me get through because I just, I, get, I don't do well. I don't do well with travel. It hates me very much. I think we're going to have fun. It's a Christmas cruise. Oh, we're going to have fun. That's for sure. And then we'll be in New Orleans for New Year's. So again, hit us up. Yeah. Let us know. If you have like places that you would suggest for us to go. And trust me, we are on TikTok a lot and we are looking up all sorts of stuff, but we want to hear from you. So let us know. And um, yeah, hit us up. We are on Mindscapes717 at gmail.com. 
We are on Spotify. We are on Insta. We are on TikTok, all under Mindscape717. YouTube. And now here on YouTube. Yes. <laughs> Doing this live stream. Woo! <laughs> We're trying, guys. We're trying. <laughs> Nobody's here, but we're still talking to yeah, those people out there. Exactly. Yeah. So we are trying. We're trying to get us um, to get the word out there and and make sure that people understand that culture and mental health go hand in hand, and that's what we're here to talk about. And yeah, um, enjoy and travel with us and go places with us and yeah, figure things out. This is all part of what Leslie loves to say. Self-care is not selfish. That's right. This is all self-care. <laughs> Travel, self-love, self-care, safe spaces. It's, mm-hmm. again, you can't have one without the other. We appreciate travel. And this is something that over the years it has brought us more together in the travels that we have done and stuff. And it is it is very important for us to learn not only what's out there, but, like, what are the things that kind of, you know, like, make us very different. Because we're very different individuals. We have a yeah, couple of things that might like you know like the eldest daughter thing like that's one of the few things really but i think that's what makes it fun where we can have all the differences and talk about it because that's literally what drove us to even start this um we even though we've talked about it for so long i think we met for dinner one night and then to like within 48 hours we were doing this um this podcast and we just kind of just did it it took us a very hot minute the day of we were down here for hours and we couldn't figure it out but now we're getting better we're getting followers which again always super super thank you to everyone out there please feel free to share our stuff and and again right like we want this to go somewhere and we want you guys to come with us um just to have these conversations and we want to have people like join our conversations like yes in any shape or form that we can have you guys it doesn't matter ask us anything we yeah be happy to answer yeah. Um, as long as it's appropriate. <laughs> yes. Let's be kind. But, but, kind. But that you can be inappropriate. Oh, as yeah. Long no, as that's it's fine. A fun and Obviously, we're not very a, formal here. Yeah, so, exactly. We just, don't take anything you know. personal. Just be kind about mental health. <laughs> exactly. Like, we're not going to, we're not going to do the extra shit. Like, don't be rude to other people. Culture is like a very important <laughs> thing to people. So, please don't be disrespectful. Just if you have something to say, you have something to say. And we value that. Even though we might not agree, but we're going to value it anyway. So just be kind to other people. That's all. Agreed. So I think that's it yep. for today. And um, join us for the next one next week on a Sunday. It's always on Sunday. Yep. So it's podcast um, day. Podcast day. <laughs> Mindscape 717. Come join us next time. Hey.